This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Every new year, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Maybe you finally organized one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Or maybe you're taking your supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy can also help you build on what's working by helping you find your strengths so that you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know firsthand how helpful it can be to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Curiosities today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Curiosities. Welcome to Aaron Menke's Cabinet of Curiosities, a production of iHeartRadio and Grim and Mild. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display, just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. Humans are curious by nature. We're driven to explore our world and challenge what we know about our existence. Through the centuries, we've charted lands and oceans. We've invented and built a wide array of transportation methods to take us to faraway places. And not just horizontal travel. In 1953, two men reached the summit of Mount Everest. And in recent years, we've sent humans in submersibles through the Pacific Ocean's Mariana Trench. And then there's space. We've been to the moon and landed probes on Mars. Despite the jokes, the moon is not made of cheese, although the ancient Greeks did exile a philosopher for believing the moon was just a giant rock and not a god. Which reminds me, we've believed a lot of crazy things about the Earth over the years, and it's taken centuries to dispel a lot of those notions. But in early 1800s America, we were still exploring and had a lot of questions. Curiosity is a good thing, after all. Captain John Cleves Symes Jr. was a military captain who had served in the War of 1812. He was well-educated and well-read, but of all the subjects he'd studied, the one that interested him the most was the Earth. He wasn't a scientist by any means, although he had a few theories about our planet, and he thought we should explore them. He published a pamphlet explaining his theories in detail and had 500 copies made. Then he toured the United States and handed them out to scientists and politicians during his lectures. His theories were met with plenty of skepticism, and he turned to his societal connections to give him some credibility. He held a fundraiser for an expedition to the North Pole. If there was proper funding, he proposed, explorers would bring back all the proof necessary to back up his claims. And soon enough, he caught the attention of one politician in particular who had enough power to make his dream of exploration a reality, President John Quincy Adams. During his presidency, Adams established the Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C., which had drawn considerable ridicule. He'd also been instrumental in establishing the Smithsonian Institute. John Quincy was the eldest son of John Adams, the second president of the United States. 
Considered highly intelligent, he had attended top schools all over Europe, eventually earning admission at Harvard, where he graduated at the top of his class. And as a side note, Adams also loved to skinny dip and regularly swam nude in the Potomac River. It has no connection to our story, but if that little fact has to live inside my head, it gets to live inside yours as well. Like Symes, Adams loved the thrill of discovery and presented the project to Congress. But Congress didn't see the value in spending taxpayer dollars for such an endeavor, calling it ludicrous. At the time, though, presidents didn't need as much approval, and Adams overrode Congress and backed Symes' proposal anyway. Symes believed that the North and South Poles had deep caves, and he wanted to explore them. He estimated that 100 men would be sufficient to carry out the study. At the time, no one knew what minerals or metals they might find along the way. But John Quincy Adams didn't remain in office long, just one term. The next president, Andrew Jackson, had agreed with Congress that Symes' theories were ridiculous, and once he was in power, he immediately canceled the project. By then, however, Symes' health had begun to fail, and he was never able to garner attention for his theories again. Well, that's not exactly true. He may have inspired science fiction writers years later. And what exploration had the sixth president of the United States authorized? A journey to the center of the Earth. You see, while both Symes and Adams knew the Earth was round, they also believed that it was hollow. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. 
The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When we think of brilliant minds, we think of people like Leonardo da Vinci, Marie Curie, and Alan Turing, innovators who changed art, science, and every other way we understand our world. One mind, however, stands out as one of the greatest in his field. Albert Einstein was a man who is widely considered one of the most brilliant physicists to have ever lived. Just a mention of his name and one cannot help but think of his theory of relativity, E equals mc squared, an equation that everyone knows, but few actually understand. However, Einstein did quite a bit of work before that. One of his earliest papers was written on the topic of capillary action, Anyone who has dipped a washcloth into a puddle of water and watched the liquid creep upward has witnessed capillarity. It's also called wicking, named for what happens when hot wax moved toward a lit candle wick. Einstein's article on it was published in 1901, and it explained his theory that a force like gravity was what attracted the water molecules up the sides of a tube. Unfortunately, his paper wasn't accurate, but it did set the stage for a breakthrough yet to come. Later, in 1905, Einstein tackled a concept that had stumped English botanist Robert Brown a few decades earlier. Back in 1827, Brown had placed a drop of dust-filled water beneath his microscope and noticed something odd. The bits of dust in the droplet were moving all over the place, shivering randomly. It wasn't until Einstein revisited Brown's observations for his own paper that he found an explanation. The dust wasn't shaking on its own. It was being pushed around the water by molecules that were invisible to the naked eye. Though the molecules would jostle the dust grains on all sides equally most of the time, they could also bump them from one side without warning, sending them careening elsewhere. And although it was Einstein who had uncovered the truth, today the concept is known as Brownian motion. But Einstein didn't sit still. He continued to research and analyze for the next 50 years. For example, in 1917, he'd been theorizing about something he called spontaneous emission. It was a phenomenon that occurred when an atom charged with photons left its high-energy state by emitting those photons, which dropped into a low-energy state. The process also worked the other way around, too, with low-energy atoms absorbing photons to advance to a higher-energy state. But Einstein had a problem. He wanted to accurately calculate the kind of radiation these atoms gave off, but other physicists were finding vastly different results in their own experiments, so Einstein went back to the drawing board. He looked at his formulas and hypothesized that photons moved together when they were in the same state. If the photons traveled in one formation, then a high-energy atom would emit its own photon in the same direction. That had been the missing piece of the puzzle, and so Einstein changed his theory from spontaneous emission to stimulated emission. Thirty years later, when physicists used mirrors to reflect a stream of photons, they called their discovery this, light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. 
in honor of Einstein's paper. But that name was just too long for normal conversation, so they simply shortened it to laser. And those lasers are now used in military weapons, DVD players, and even toys that we can annoy our cats with. As for his work on Brownie in Motion, well, it's been used to analyze how stock market prices change over time and to predict the performance of markets around the world. And six years after publishing his article on capillary action, it found its own real-world application. A company from Pennsylvania had been looking for an alternative to cloth towels, which often became home to mold and disease from frequent use. What the company eventually produced was disposable, inexpensive, and absorbent. The Scott Paper Company unveiled their new paper towels in 1907. And ever since, Einstein's theory of capillarity is used every time someone needs to clean up a big spill. Sure, Albert Einstein knew a lot about the speed of light and theoretical physics, but he also contributed to some of the most important scientific discoveries in history. He may well have run into a few bumps along the way, but he wasn't the kind of guy to cry over spilt milk. Because if he did, he knew he had the perfect tool to mop it right up. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Thank you.